I'm James Harris. This is Rise Above the Ranks, the sister publication to Read the Blueprint. We are sitting today at the Pendry residence on Sunset Boulevard in West Hollywood. We have an unbelievable episode today. Very special guest. We have Jason Oppenheim here with us today. And we're going to be wrapping up the season today talking about our prediction for the real estate market in 2023. And no one better than David Parnes, Jason Oppenheim to discuss that. Firstly, Jason, welcome. Thank you so much for being here and joining us. Thanks, guys. Um, before we even get into it, congratulations on all your success. Congrats on the success of Selling Sunset. I don't think I went maybe an hour of walking the streets of London without somebody asking me about the show, which was pretty cool. So congratulations to you. Imagine you were actually walking in London. Yes, he's done it. It's, 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 it's a lot. It's, it's good. good, it's good. And you deserve all the success. And Dave and I are big fans of you. Um, so let's just jump right into it. And I think the biggest topic in the United States right now is what do we think or the world think is going to happen to interest rates? Um, and so I'll pass it over to one of you boys, but would love your take on just the overall market and interest rates for next year. I think we've seen the worst of, of the interest rates uh, going up. I think they, the 30 year hit just above seven mm. a few weeks ago. I personally think that's the worst it's gonna get. Um, I, I think we're probably gonna, I'm not saying the Fed won't continue to raise. They'll probably raise 50 bits, maybe once or twice more. Mm. But I think we've got a handle on inflation. Uh, I, I think we've seen the worst of inflation as well. I think once we start seeing uh, more positive news out of inflation, um, that interest rates will end up in the in the five to six range, which is yeah. manageable and quite honestly probably healthy because interest rates in the twos and threes were, were just creating it was just too much fuel on the fire. I couldn't agree more. I could actually if you look historically as well, we say interest rates were in the fives. Historically, that's pretty good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like historically, you can see it's coming up to like 16, 17 percent. Right. That's the problem. Yeah. But the fives, it's kind of nice. And I agree because yeah. you can't compete with 30 offers to buy a house when interest rates are at 2%. So a lot of people ended up either overpaying or with a house they didn't even want. Okay. So this is actually healthy, I agree with that. It's gonna be interesting. I think through COVID and the twos, we became used to it, but what's happening now is like interest rates are just normalizing, right? That wasn't normal, whoever capitalized on it, yeah. good for them. I know that realtor.com- We became spoiled. We did become spoiled, yeah. which is always nice. We all love to be spoiled. But realtor.com are predicting for 2023 that we will see an average interest rate of 7.4%. I don't know. Somebody said to me, "You're not. You're not. What was it, Dave? You're not. You're not. You're not married to your loan. You're just dating it. But there right. are, unless you have uh, the properties that Jason has with a lot of two percent loans on there, which is great. He's married to those. But no, in right. general, I, I just bought a house recently. You made me buy it, right? Well, I'm glad you made me buy it. I'm glad I made you buy it. But so. I borrowed at four point six percent, right? And that's not bad, right? We've had this conversation that's, before. Uh, that's actually good. If you if it wasn't in in juxtaposition to the ridiculously low rates yes. in the last couple of years. 4.6% exactly. if you ask just about anyone outside of our generation, they're saying that's a good rate. Yeah, 100%. And I think to our viewers who are predominantly real estate agents, I think you just have to explain that that wasn't normal. This is our new normal. Buyers can refinance down the line and you have to sort of find the glass to be half full, not half empty yeah. through, through the remainder of these higher rates. And yes. as a buyer, you can actually buy the house you want. Like I just bought that house. There's no way I would have got it if interest rates were in the twos because I'd have 10 other people competing with me, right? 30 other people with what we experienced. You're right, Jim, you're right. So it's kind of nice because 
you have the combination of getting the house you want, yeah. right? And being able to refinance in the future. And yeah. frankly, not even getting a bad rate right now. And I, and I think that buyers right now still have that memory mm -hmm. of interest rates being so low. Yeah. But in a, in a couple of years, they won't be remembering the two and three percent. They will, the four, five, six percent will be normalized as it should be. Yeah. And then it will be, will, will be okay. It's just, you know, when you, yeah. When McDonald's sells a burger for 99 cents and it goes up to $1.50, you're like, wait, but yes. then you know, a couple years later, you're going to remember the 99 yeah. cents. So now let's go into 2023. Do we think it's going to be a buyer's market or a seller's market? Oh, I think definitely neither. Yeah. I think it's going to be like a good homeostasis. Mm -hmm. um, and I think it's just going to be a healthy market in as much as sellers are going to need to be real estate to sell yeah. their house. Mm -hmm. And buyers are going to have to recognize that they're not going to be able to you know, throw in a low offering get a deal. Yeah, I actually think it's really healthy. I yeah. Think this is balance right now. Mm -hmm. It's like almost like equilibrium. Before it was just on tilt one way, then on tilt the other yeah. way. And now it's like kind of balanced. And the reality is this is nothing like the 08 recession, right? No. Where people are losing jobs, Maybe people place. are losing money and banks are closing down and the subprime mortgage crisis is just defeated. This is just what's happening. There's still a lot of money out there. You mm -hmm. said it. If a seller's realistic, they'll sell. If a buyer's realistic, they'll buy. And that's sort of a little more healthy than what we saw through COVID, which was just a pure seller's market where properties were selling at 20, 30, 40% yeah, of uh, totally. market value. And so I, Welcome it. I'm excited for 23. Listen, 2021 20, was, was on steroids. Yep. It was yep. unsustainable and it was unhealthy. Yep. And it wasn't just real estate. I mean, any collectible was going yeah, through. Cars, it was just watches. not a good, it was not a good economy. It yeah. was just so off, like you said, off kilter. Yep. That now we're just coming back to normalcy. Yep. And that's, you know, we're, we're off steroids and now we're just playing regular baseball. Yes. And that's, the, that's a healthy, that's the way it should be. Love that. So a big topic of conversation, obviously, is the market gets tougher. Um, and I hear it on podcasts and blogs, people talking about lead generation. How are we going to generate leads? How are we going to get to clients? And not everyone has had the fortune of being on a TV show where I think a lot of people think those leads come into us and that's all the business we do. Not true, but we are very lucky. But for those that don't have a TV show that are trying to generate leads, what do you boys recommend in terms of generating leads for next year? I, mean, I might not be the right person for this because I'm not hustling lead generation the way that I used to have to 10 years ago, but let me, let me harken back uh, to the good old days. And I think where I did the best was open houses. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, for me, that is a, literally a line of real buyers coming through. Absolutely. And it's a gold mine. And I would hold them aside. I would talk to them. I said, where do you live now? Yeah. Have you seen any other good homes, you know, on the market today? I knew every open house that was going on. I knew the goods and bads of everyone in those homes. I knew everything that sold. I would ask them where they live. I would know what's sold on their street. I wouldn't try to impress. I would have you know three four minutes to impress them, and I would just spill my experience and knowledge on them. Get their number, not not have them sign in, but I would put their number in my phone and say, "Do you mind if I just?" And I. But the other thing too is I would never say, "Are you working with an agent?" Yeah. Because you're forcing them to say yes. hundred percent. So I would never ask that question. I would just say. If you're not, you know, if you're not wedded to anybody, I'd really like to be able to work with you. Yeah. Then they'll say yes. If you say you're working with an agent, they're going to be like, oh, well, yeah, then you screwed yourself. 100% agreed. And, and the other thing is just on open houses, people always say, oh, the looky loos, the neighbors walk in, waste of time. They're not a waste of time because they own the houses all around yeah. there. They know you. When they come to sell, you need yeah. a good impression. You'll probably Could get that more. I got, I'll, I've gotten a lot of listings from people seeing my open house signs coming to the sure. open house and they like me and they call me. Right. So I totally agree. And details again, which is what I like about 2023, mm -hmm. is that details matter again. Yeah, I'm a detail-oriented person. I love obsessing about the, the you know, the, the last 5%. Any yeah. agent 
can do the first 90%. Yeah. It's the great agents that can do the last 10%, and it's finally gonna matter again, and we're gonna succeed because of that. I like, truly, yeah, I love that. In COVID, we had, God knows how many hundreds of thousands of agents get their license, why? Because it was easy. You get a property, 20 people would try and buy it, you'd get a deal. Now that things are normalizing, a lot of those agents are gonna get pushed out of the market and the ones that stay and the ones that give this 110% are the ones that get a chance. Which brings me to my next question, for the new agent or the seasoned agent going into 23, as things get harder and a lot of agents do get pushed out of the market, it's like, how do you guys separate yourselves from everybody else, right? We're going into this tough market. How do you stand out to your buyers, your sellers, your colleagues, etc.? I mean, again, I think it's in the details. I think it's always been in the details in, unless you go through these markets that are on steroids, like yeah. 2021. Mm -hmm. um, so it's going out and, you know, again, I mean, I, I hate to tell people there's no like secret to it, but it really is the hard work. It's knowing every single property that's sold it's yeah. being able to walk into a house, yeah. know what it's worth. Mm -hmm. It's being able to speak directly to a client, tell them what's right about the house, what's wrong about the house. Mm -hmm. Don't tell them what he wants to hear. Mm -hmm. um, it, your buyers, it's, I, I also am a big believer when it comes to buyers in showing them far more than what they think they, they want to see. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, my buyers always tell me they want to, uh, whatever, contemporary and I'll, and I'll sell them a traditional. Um, but I, again, in selling a property, I think it's just in hard work. Now you're going to be calling other agents. Now you're going to be having team meetings. You're going to be really marketing a property as opposed to throwing it up on the MLS and getting 20, yeah. uh, you know, 20 calls. So yeah. I, I like this. This yeah. is when I think my agents excel and I think when I excel mm -hmm. is when my, what, what makes me better actually matters again. A million percent. And I think it's all about thinking yeah. outside of the box, being different, being unique to who you are, mm -hmm. having the knowledge and information at your fingertips. That's all we're really worth is the knowledge at our fingertips, right? If you can and provide that value, by the way, taxes, good. Yeah. of course. It includes uh, yeah, laws, taxes, contracts, inspections. Mm -hmm. I mean, I went out and got my contractor's license because I wanted to be able to speak to clients mm -hmm. about, you know, their roof. Or like, I wanted to get an inspection report for a, a sewer line and say, oh, you know what, well, we can sleeve this. Mm -hmm. You know, we did, or you, you only have your ABS line to the street. Mm -hmm. I want to know what the hell's going on. Mm -hmm. I think people need to, that stuff matters again. Totally. It didn't matter two years ago. It matters again. And I think that that's what people need to do. They need to, I remember when I was, the first couple of years, I wasn't doing any deals. I was slow as shit. So I printed out every single CAR wow. contract and read it and highlighted it. Line wow. line. And then I studied street maps and I memorized every single street. Wow. I mean, I went into Tuesdays, I went into every open house I could. Sundays, every open house I could. I learned the market. I would then not look at what the price of the house was. I would go in and I'd say, this is what I think the price is. And if I'm wrong, I figured out why. Right. I mean, I was just a sponge. So you were just out. literally accumulating and oh, then you I mean, went I was and just learning like I was in school. Then you launched your attack. Yeah, and, then, and then I met someone and, and, and I impressed them. Yeah. And they're like, holy shit, this guy knows what he's talking about. Yeah. I sounded like I had closed 20 deals, but wow. I closed one deal. I love that. But that's it, being a master of your craft. Information, information and hard work. All right, guys, so let's keep moving on. I want to really try and help educate the agents out there that are trying to grow through 23. You know, we're in a mild recession, so to speak. How are we advising clients, both buyers and sellers, to what we are calling a mild recession? Jason. Sellers, I think, need to, need to get ahead of, uh, of the price drops. So yeah. there's no, I don't think you can be overpricing the way that we used to, you know? And by the way, that's important for us mm -hmm. and every realtor listening. It's our job to, to speak common sense and, and, and to be direct with our clients. 
We cannot list a property for $4 million when we know it's worth $3.3 million. We now have to list that property at $3.5 million. Yeah. And if we're not doing that, it's just not going to sell. So I think we need to get a backbone mm -hmm. and we need to be more honest. I mean, I know that three of us are particularly you know, good at being honest. We have the luxury of being able to do that. Mm -hmm. But I think that's gonna be the new normal right, right now is accurate listings. And then buyers, mm -hmm. I think, have to dispel the idea that there's another shoe to drop. There's no other shoe to drop. Yeah. And two, they're not going to get like, first of all, waiting is stupid. Mm. You know, they, if they think the market's gonna go down, they're gonna wait. I've never had a buyer be successful. Yeah, I couldn't agree more on and that. And then one. the other thing is buyers have to, uh, yeah, they have to realize that they're not going to get something 10% 10, 10 below market. We probably saw the bottom of the real estate market two months ago. We're probably already on the way up. So mm. if you wanna buy, buy, you have to pay market value. There's no such thing as a, is a $3 million house that's gonna sell for $2 million. Yeah. There's no such thing as a house that you can buy for $2 million and put in $200,000 remodel that's worth $4 million. Yeah. It's just, it, it doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. Agreed. I totally agree. Dave, thoughts? It's just nice to be able to buy what you really want right now because there's a lot of emotion involved in residential real estate. You're buying a home, which hopefully you can live in for a long time. Yeah. So it just goes back to that point whereby, yeah, the rates are still good, the market's still good, everything's stable. Don't hold off buying if you find a property you love. It just doesn't make sense. Plus, you get to live there, so it's a lifestyle as well. So totally. it's everything. I'll you're, not, you're not having investors come in the market anymore too. So you're not competing against True. people like me, for example, or yep. maybe even you guys, mm -hmm. who are just buying homes to rent out because the interest rates were so low. Yep. So now it's, it's real buyers and real yep. sellers. Yeah, and I think as an agent, the most important thing we have is our time. Mm -hmm. And I think going into this market of 2023, don't go out and buy a listing. Tell a seller a price they want to hear just so you get a listing. It's not going to sell. You're going to waste time. You're going to waste effort, energy, money. Go out, go after the clients that are actually serious and ready and work those clients with the knowledge and education that you have at your fingertips to do a great job by them and get 10 of Totally. Right? Yeah. And if you're a buyer out there, go and find the right house that you want. Buy it today, refinance in a couple of years, be smart, work with the right agent, and let's go make the most of 2023 because that's all we got, right? And here's yeah. another thing that we should end on too is if you buy real estate right now, and I tell all of my agents this, mm -hmm. I don't give a shit if the market's up or down, where it's, what the hell is doing, interest rate, blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. If you buy a house, and, and my, you know, my best friend Mary just bought a house this week. Congrats. Um, if she, and I told her, and I think everyone should know this, if you hold on to that house for 30 years, mm -hmm. you are going yeah. to be fucking rich. Yeah. Period, end of story. So who gives a shit about interest rates mm -hmm. and where the market is in three to five years? In 30 years, you will be rich, end of story. As long as you can afford to carry that property, you are good. And by the way, even right. if you can't, you can always move out and rent it out just to yeah, pay the exactly. way. I couldn't agree more. A hundred percent. Okay, boys, I think that's a pretty good place to wrap up the segment. Very I think nice. this has been a really man, informational segment and we're grateful to have had you on it. We're going to wrap up season one. We'll be back beginning of 2023. It's been incredible. It's been a ton of fun. Uh, and we appreciate everybody for listening and watching. Jason, keep crushing it on selling Sunset, selling the OC, keep doing your thing. Who knows, maybe we'll be on it one day, probably <laughs> not. Uh, but keep doing your thing and thank you so much for being with us today. Thanks we really appreciate buddy. it. Guys, I appreciate it. You're the only podcast that I actually listen to. So really? Thanks for having me on. Thank you. We'll take it. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you.